Good evening or good afternoon, whenever you're listening. If you're listening to this on Thursday, today is the day that the Astros and Yankees have another game. They have just taken on the Mets and the Yankees on the road. And so far, they have been phenomenal. Six and two on this stretch. They are the kings of queens. I mean, this game today was an absolute pitcher duel. Walker had his stuff going. Justin Verlander looked like the, I mean, eventual Cy Young winner. I mean, he got the, he's the first to 10 wins, 10 and 3, 2.03 ERA. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the Pena and Alvarez collision. We're also going to hit on why people cheer when Altuve gets thrown at him because I've got some grievances to air. Happy Festivus. And we're going to talk about the big home run by Castro, the Astro. Stay tuned. We got some stuff to talk about, and it's going to be fun. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we are your daily Astros podcast. I'm once again at it at Solo show because Eric is, hey, he's hanging out. He's having fun. But thank you for tuning in to Locked on Astros. Thank you for listening to us. If you're listening, thank you for watching. If you're watching live, I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. This was a great series. The Astros completed a four-game sweep of the New York Mets. And <laughs> Ryan says he's just here for the rant. Well, I'm not going to give you all the rant, what you want right up front. I'm going to make you stay for a while and wait till I hear probably second or third segment. I've got some thoughts on this Jose Altuve. I'm tired of people cheering for this guy getting hit. He's a good dude. He's a great human being. And anyways, I will stop there because I'll start going on my rant too early. Um, Ryan, you almost got me off my game there. But hey, today was a great game. The Astros win. Two to nothing. That's all you need against the New York Mets. The Mets, I mean, they have been abysmal against the Houston Astros. If you look at the games, I mean, they won nine to one. I think they've only scored five runs in these four games. This is the most prolific offense. This is the most prolific National League team out there. The most high scoring offense. And oh my gosh. They haven't done jack crap against our pitchers. Our pitchers have all gone at least seven innings, I believe. And I'll have to pull it up because I saw someone post their the uh, the starting pitcher stats. And, I mean, it's unbelievable. The The starters, I believe, over this eight-game set were 6-0. and oh. um, They had like some 70-something strikeouts. It was an unbelievable run for this team. And we'll get to Jordan and Pena. I do have somewhat of an update on them. So let's talk about this game. When you look at this game and you see that the Astros had seven hits, but they only scored two runs, you would think with the seven hits they would get more going. Um, they didn't really have much going. Uh, top of the fourth, Aaron, I'm not Aaron, sorry, Kyle Tucker struck out swinging. Um, the win probability for the Astros was five point. It was fifty four point six at the time. Then you had two guys on. Then Yuli Gurriel grounds into a double play. Third baseman Gilmore to second base McNeil to first baseman Dominic Smith. 
Alex Bergman was out at second. Guriel out at first. They ended that threat. Their chances went down to 44% to win the game. And then top of the eighth, Jeremy Pena hits a single on the ground to the left fielder. Um, Ender, um, Enciarte, sorry, Jose Altuve went to second. Then Jordan Alvarez strikes out on a foul tip. Alex Bregman was called out on strikes. That ended the inning, two outs. Now, in that inning, the second half of the inning, Jordan Alvarez and Jeremy Pena went out for a fly ball. And Jeremy Pena was shifted over behind the second baseman, and the ball was popped up high. The ball kept carrying to the outfield, and neither Jordan nor Pena heard each other calling. I don't know how loud Jordan is. He doesn't come across as a person that's very loud. But then again, I haven't been in the clubhouse. And I don't know if planes were flying over at the time, but apparently at City Field, planes are always flying over. Dusty Baker said afterwards that it was it's it's always hard to hear. And so they collided. When Pena and Alvarez collided, um, Pena's forearm hit Alvarez in the nose. I know Pena has a laceration in his mouth. I think um, Jordan had some sort of a busted lip or inside of his mouth he had a cut. Jordan laid flat for about two or three minutes. Like, he didn't even move. I thought he was fully knocked out, like gone. Like, I thought he was... They were having to bring him to bring, not bring him to back to life, but his body was motionless. You know, randomly his foot started moving. He would get up. Both of them would sit up. Jeremy Pena was like, I want to stay in the game. Jordan Alvarez was like, I want to stay in the game. And of course they didn't let him. And so the question was, how bad is it? Well, at the end of the game, McTaggart and Roman, the beat writers said, okay, they're in the clubhouse. We're not allowed to talk to them, but they, they look like they're feeling fine. They're walking around the clubhouse. The big question was, will they get on the plane back to Houston? And they did, in fact, get on the plane back to Houston. So that means that they are not, they may be in some sort of concussion protocol, but they weren't fully concussed because if they were, I don't believe they would have let them take that flight until the next day. So the fact that they got back on the plane with the team is a very good sign. I doubt that you will see them in the lineup against the Yankees. I know there are a lot of people going, a lot of people paid a lot of money for those tickets. Those tickets are going like playoff tickets because of the one game. So you may not see Jordan. You may not see Jeremy. I'm fine with them not playing. I would rather them not play and be better because we need them for the playoffs. And like Craig says, it was scary. I mean, go back and look at it. It's not like you have to have a a strong stomach to watch it, but it was a brutal hit. So let's do this. Let's let's get off of that for a second, and let's talk about Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander today was topping out at 97 miles an hour on his four-seam fastball. He threw 60 four-seam fastballs, 27 sliders, 11 curveballs, and three change-ups, 101 pitches total. It was an amazing performance. This guy induced 15 swings and misses, and on... His four-seam fastball, he had 39 swings, nine whiffs. On his slider, he had 15 swings and five whiffs. That's a 33% and a 23%. Overall, 24% whiff rate on all of his pitches combined. No, no Eric today. Eric is Eric is out for the week. He'll be back, I believe, on Sunday. And then Ryan Presley comes in. Ryan Presley touched 95.8, uh, basically 96. He got two whiffs. He was in there three up, three down, only threw 10 pitches. 
did a perfect job closing out the game. But Justin Verlander, he has typically not gotten a ton of run support. And we're going to talk about that after we talk about our special that we want to share with you with LinkedIn Talent Solutions. While we've got all the talent on the baseball field and this pitching staff, you may not have all the talent that your business needs. So as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. That's right. Create a job post in minutes and LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond. And it's the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so that your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So here's the crux of the matter. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free today. Let's get back on JV. JV will be the starter for the American League All-Star Team. Bookmark it. 1009. 6.29 p.m. If you're listening on 6.30, whenever you're listening, bookmark it. H-Town Wheelhouse says Justin Verlander will be the starter. He's the first to 10 wins. Dusty Baker is the manager. He will be the starter for the American League All-Star Game, and it is unbelievable. And I was actually talking to my wife about this at home, and she said, how is he so good? And how is he so good at his age? And I know, um, Mr. Corona, you did not miss the rant. I'm saving that for last, okay? But um, I explained to her that Tommy John surgery is basically like getting a new arm. It's like getting new tires. It's like getting a getting a engine without any miles on it. And apparently, they did a masterful job repairing the ligament that needed to be repaired because of Tommy John. And he showed it today. He was throwing harder than he had ever. Th- I mean, didn't he thrown all year? 101 pitches. I mean, this is probably, I don't know how many times he's thrown over 100, but he's thrown over 100 more than once. And he actually now, he now, I mean, he continues. He's about 216 strikeouts away from Kurt Schilling, which is 15th all time. But his his all-time numbers keep going up. And he's sole possession of 16th place. I think at the pace he's going, I don't think Max Scherzer actually catches him. His total now for strikeouts is 3,103 strikeouts. Is that updated? I don't think that's updated. Anyways, I'll have to look at my numbers. I posted it earlier. But if you look it up and it's different, just let me know. That's what MLB.com has given me about Justin Verlander. 10-3, 2.03 ERA. 15 games started, 97.1 innings pitched, 90 strikeouts, and a whip of .83. Let's look at this. I mean, Justin Verlander is on this like he, he's just he's just a machine. He literally in the month of June has four wins. He's four and one with only giving up 26 hits. 
He's only given up three home runs, 35 strikeouts. In May, he was four and one. In April, he was two and one. I mean, he's only lost one game in each month. And it's it's unbelievable what he's doing. His whip has has gone from a 0.7 in May to 0.83. I mean, his I mean, just his ground outs to air outs is 0.69%. I mean, this guy's crushing it. He he is an absolute machine. He is a beast. Wouldn't you know, Jason Castro. Jason Castro, let's talk about him before we go to our next commercial. He was two for four today. He raised his average to 115. Jason Castro on the season has nine hits. (laughs) He's only scored six runs. And he got the home run. I mean, this guy has had an abysmal season. An abysmal season. He only has one home run. In this month, he has four hits total. Two of those were today. Four hits. I'm not I'm not joking. Four freaking hits. <laughs> and he bails out his battery mate. Castro the Astro, or Jason Clutchstro, as I like to call him last year when he was hitting the late inning bombs again in that late inning magic. But I love what the guys are saying. I love what I'm hearing them talk about here on Twitter. I mean, Justin Verlander said tonight when Chandler Rome and all the guys were asking them, hey, what about today? What about, um, like, is this a good measuring stick for y'all? Are y'all out there um, saying, okay, this is how we compare to the Mets or the Yankees? How do y'all, what do y'all take away from this series? And Justin Verlander said, I don't think our guys were looking to measure up against nobody. We know how good we are. And I don't think by any means we were looking to see how we stacked up. I think we know how we do. Bro, JV is laying the smack down right there. JV is like, what do you mean? We're not here to compare ourselves to New York. We're here to let them know that we're just as good, if not better. We know who we are. The confidence of Justin Furlander is absolutely phenomenal. And for his catcher to come in and hit the two-run bomb, if you want, go back and watch it. If you miss the game, um, MLB does a great thing where they have a wrap, and they do like a post-game wrap to do the highlights. It's only three minutes and 13 seconds today. But you had Tajon Walker on the other side. Like this guy pitched out of his mind. Remember, he played for the Mariners for all those years. Seven and one-thirds innings pitched, three strikeouts, only two walks, no earned runs. I mean, it was a duel of pitchers. And Justin Verlander won the duel. He had six strikeouts, two hits, and only one walk in eight innings pitched. Justin Verlander looks so good. Jason Castro gets up. The the ball that he hit to right field, he absolutely smoked that ball. It was an absolute just crush job on his part. Let's see where it was. It was the hardest hit ball of the day. Um, Brandon Nimmo had one 108.4 miles per hour, but Jason Castro hit a ball 108.7 miles per hour, 375 feet at 990 expected batting average. I mean, this it was a 26 degree launch angle um and that this is not a home run field this is not a home run hitting park 
Jason Castro does save the day. Maybe he's got something in the tank left for us. And here's the thing. If you collect cards, if you are into Jordan Alvarez or you're into um, Hunter Brown, I mean, I mean, look at this. <laughs> I actually have a baseball card here. If you're watching, it's Dallas Keuchel, the DFA Dallas Keuchel before he, I think he signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks. But let's just say this was a Dallas Keuchel, you know, rookie autograph patch. Okay. If, if I have a Dallas Keuchel rookie autograph patch, I can look it up on the sports card investor app. And if you are listening, um, you'll have to imagine me doing this, but I'm holding up my phone. I've got the sports card investor app on my phone. Look at the first person that pops up, the number one rated card, Jordan Alvarez. His value right now is up 47.5% in the last 30 days. And it gives you a chart right here. It shows you right now the current price, the average price is about $27.92 for his cards. They started at about 18. Sports Card Investor has over 630,000 cards in the app, not just MLB, every sport you can imagine, and Marvel. It's nostalgia. It's personal. It makes it fun. If you're like, well, you know, sports cards is kind of expensive to get into. You're right. But with Sports Card Investor, it shows you cards at all these different price points. So you can do what I did. I went, I looked on this app. I found Hunter Brown, a 23 of 25 um, autograph leaf variant, Hunter Brown autograph card on card. I bought it for 10 bucks. Hunter Brown makes the major leagues, plays one good major league season. That card's worth over $200, but I keep track of the value on my sports card investor app. It's very easy. It's in, it's in the Apple store. It's in the Google play store. It's available wherever. It's a hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value all you want. I mean, what people are saying about this is it gives you the latest values, your favorite cards within the seven to last 30 day charts. Um, find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay deals feature. So it will take you right. You don't have to go search for it. Like it'll give you the value. You can go to it and get it. I love this. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. Available for free at the Google Play and Apple Play Store or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on so go check that out i promise you you won't go wrong especially if you're a sports collector even if you don't you might want to do that um right here someone said right here this is funny castro is a powerhouse in batting practice but he very rarely translates it into a game um funny story oh yes and we will we will talk a little bit more about this as time goes on Framber valdez and justin verlander are all stars change my mind i agree with you chill side 100 percent I think last night I said your two starters are Framber and and Justin, and I think your two relief pitchers have to be Ryan Stanek and Rafael Montero. I, I think Presley can sneak in there. Martinez, I don't know if he has enough innings under his belt, but we've got guys in the bullpen that deserve it. Multiple guys, a couple starters. I think that would be really cool to see. I mean, can you imagine the fury of Dodgers fans at the All-Star game? Justin Verlander starting, Jose Altuve's leading off, George Springer hitting third. I mean, Jordan Alvarez hitting fourth. I mean, it's going to be one of those things. All right, so let's so let's talk about Jordan and let's talk about um, Jeremy Pena. The last I heard, they they got checked for concussion protocol. If there were any serious concern about the concussion, they would have not have let them fly home, but they flew home with the team. They were fine. They weren't allowed to talk to the media. So the Astros were just talking about using words like discomfort. They were being real non-transparent. But 
it's, I mean, they don't really give people's medical details until they know. They asked Dusty Becky afterwards if he even had even spoken with them. He had not even spoken with them when he was doing his post-game interview. So Dusty Baker said that was a violent collision. Like, those are two big guys. Like, Jordan's just big, you know, menacing. And I'm thinking, and Jeremy Pena is a freaking tank. He is a just a bag of muscles. And those two guys hitting together, um, man, that's brutal. Now, Lance McCullers, when is he coming back? I'm not sure. I do know, though, that Jake Odorizzi threw today for the Corpus Christi Hooks. And he was he had thrown a few shutout innings. I'll see if I can look that up here. Rip Griffin reports on Twitter. He went five innings, given up three hits, and had six strikeouts down in Corpus. So he looked even better down at Corpus um, than he did. So that is that is really, really good news. He looks good in that Corpus Christi Hooks jersey, but not not so good that he can't come up and join the um join the Astros soon. So Lance, when he comes back, we don't know. We haven't been given a timeline. Someone asked, are you going to the game tomorrow? I don't know if you're asking me. If you're asking me, yes, I will be at the game. Like always, fifth inning, San Arnold's Brewery, left field, middle of fifth inning. Come say hi, meet us. I might have a few magnets. I can't give them all away at once, but I might have a few on me. The first few people that come up and ask me, um, I'll bring five with me. So the first five people that come up and ask for a magnet, I'll give you one. Oh, and I don't have it with me. Um, I have a Jose Altuve. 2019 ALCS MVP bobblehead that we're giving away with a couple magnets. If you go to my Twitter page, you'll see the picture. If you go to the Facebook locked on, you'll see it. If you go to Instagram um, locked on, you'll see it. If you're not on any of the socials that I mentioned, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, email us locked on astros at gmail.com and tell us type in, um, Altuve bobblehead contest. Just type that in and we're, we're going to randomly draw a name. I'm going to actually draw that name tomorrow night after the game. Now I'm going to the game. It is a five ten start. So it'll be a little bit later announcement on the show, but I'm going to announce live. One of the things I need you to do though, is if you email us, I need you to give us, give me a screenshot in that email showing that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. So it is a 2019 Jose Altuve ALCS MVP bobblehead that the Astros gave to us to give away with a couple of locked on Astros magnets. And we still got, I believe one more bobblehead, another rally hat to give away. And um, the big kahuna, which will probably be towards the end of the season, a 2017 world series replica ring. So we've got those things to give away. And those were all donated by the Houston Astros. This series, we go up in New York, we sweep the Mets we lose two games off of two really good hits and extra innings against the Yankees. Easily, easily could have been sweep. And it should have been. But, you know, it wasn't. Um, that's okay. The Astros know where they stand. The Astros know who they are, like JV said. And it was definitely a road trip for the memory books. And I just absolutely love 100% the way the Astros looked. Justin Verlander talked about how it was so clutch to get a huge hit from Jason Castro with the homer. And Jason Castro just said, yeah, I was just looking for a pitch to hit. I was just looking for something over the plate. And apparently I, I barreled it. You know, Baker said it's important to get this sweep. You know, he's like, we could have had a sweep in those four games in the Bronx. And we just were a couple pitches away from doing that. The Astros are absolutely dynamite. Gustavi, that's right. You definitely hit the nail on the head. 
So with that being said, let me talk about this. And it's kind of funny because I had a little bit of rant here, some things going on. And I don't know if I if I lost all my rant adrenaline, but I've got a bone to pick with Major League Baseball fans across the league. BetOnline.net has you covered for everything you need, whether it's UFC, boxing, whether it's the NBA playoffs, predictions for 2023, where your club will end up, the Major League All-Star Game, the Home Run Derby, or who will win each division in Major League Baseball. Check out BetOnline.net. They have podcast information and all the latest sports info that you need to make all the great decisions. BetOnline.net is your place for all sports betting needs. You need to check them out. Go to the website today. Look at all that they have to offer. Remember, BetOnline, this is where the game starts. Go to BetOnline.net now. Jose Altuve, let's get something, one thing straight, ladies and gentlemen. He did not partake in the cheating scandal. Now, I know Sully Baseball from Lockdown MLB will tell me I'm shouting at the tides, but hear me loud and clear. Jose Altuve is not the person that you yell F Altuve to. No baseball player, no matter who they are, deserves to be cheered when a ball is thrown at them, whether it's their rib cage, their hip, or their head. Put yourself in that box. Or better yet, if you have a child playing baseball, imagine them in the box and some pitcher gunning for his head, some pitcher gunning for his shoulder, for his ribs. You'd be pretty pissed, wouldn't you? Well, I'm sick and tired of sitting back and fans cheering for Jose Altuve to get hit. When Tim Anderson said all the Astros are to be, get beaten in the head, I didn't hear anybody talk about that. That pissed me off. I lost a lot of respect for that baseball player that day. Saying the Astros deserve to get hit in the head because of a cheating scandal? Are you kidding me? If you're a fan of another team and you listen to this podcast and you've ever cheered Altuve or any player getting hit by a ball, you need to rethink your fandom to baseball because you're no friend of baseball. You're no friend of the Astros and you're no friend of mine. I'm sorry. I'm sick and tired of it. It's sickening and it's got to stop. I get if you want to rant against a guy and you don't like a guy because he beat you with a home run, I understand the Yankees don't like Altuve. I kind of expect them to have cheers against him, whatever that's going to happen. But I'm talking about the cheering when a player gets thrown at. It's absolutely 100% acceptable. And you're teaching your kids the wrong things. And I'm pissed off about it and I'm sick of it. So get over yourselves. Go find another sport. Go watch UFC. Go watch hockey or something else, but that doesn't cut it here. Stop cheering when players get hit. You're messing with someone's livelihood. Have you seen someone take one to the eye? Have you seen, hey, you know, Dickie Thon took one to the eye, and it, after two years being hit in the eye, he lost full eyesight, ended his career. Not cool. I'm just saying I'm tired of people cheering for Altuve getting hit. And I really, really wish that when if, if Altuve ever gets beamed intentionally, I hope that our team comes out of the dugout full on like Amir Garrett with an army behind him and absolutely just lay some haymakers. The, I mean, it's about time that people stand up for their players. You know, you saw this whole thing that happened with the, with the um, Angels and the Mariners. They were throwing at Trout's head. The Angels were throwing back. And then this melee ensued. They had a lot of suspensions handed down. That crap's got to stop. 
baseball is fun, but when you make it dangerous and you turn the ball into a weapon, that's not cool. I know that was our father's game. I know that was Nolan Ryan and Tom Seaver and those guys. But even if that's a part of the game, we don't have to cheer for it. You you should be a better person than that. You really need to check your heart at the point to where you're cheering a player to get hurt. That's all I got to say about that. Because here's the thing, Mets. If the Astros do play on the playoffs, I promise you, even with Scherzer and even with DeGrom, this team is going to be tooled up and ready to take you on. The Yankees were not intimidated by your FL2 chats. The boys are coming for you. I promise you. The day of reckoning is coming in October, and it's going to be the Astros' day. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I get upset, and I have definite feelings towards certain things in baseball, but I can temper that that ire and that vitriol and that being upset in a way that I'm trying to connect with you. I love the fact that we have fans of other teams that listen to our show. And I know that you root against our guys. I root against your guys. But I don't ever root for Aaron Judge to get beamed. I don't ever root for a player on another team to get one up in the chin or on the helmet or or anywhere. I mean, I think it's wrong, period, end of story. But, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Mr. Corona says, for Christ's sake, Jesse Winker got praised by Mariners fans for partaking in the brawl. Jesse Winker is the biggest one. Jesse Winker is like the batter version of Joe Kelly. Jesse Winker brings on more stuff and talks more crap. And then his manager, Scott Service, gets this stuff started and gets nothing. Scott Service reminds me of that kid in school that he would be in the background getting people riled up and then people get in a fight and he sits back and laughs because everybody's in a fight. The class clown wasn't the guy that actually did it. The class clown is the guy that gets other people to do it, and they get in trouble. That's what Scott Service and Jesse Winker remind me of. That's what I think they are. Jose Altuve is a better person than any of these guys will ever be. If you ever met him in person, we have. Myself and my son have met him on multiple occasions at games. My son took the field with him when he was nine with Astros Buddies. He'd sat there and talked to my son the whole time before and after the anthem. He spent a couple minutes just talking to him. He's a good dude. And the Astros have good guys on their team. I just hope that there aren't any tensions that flare with the Mariners again. Because it's like it's like they're mad. Like, does it rain too much in Seattle? Are they just depressed? I mean, I don't know what the deal is. But the bottom line is this. Baseball is fun when it's a sport. Baseball is not fun when it becomes a weapon when it becomes something to hurt somebody. That's not cool. So look, here's the deal. We've got the New York Yankees and the game tomorrow night, I believe is Luis, Luis Severino versus Luis Garcia. And this is going to be a good matchup, even though it was originally going to be Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander. I think both teams purposely moved the things around so that they wouldn't face off before a playoff series. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe it wasn't. But I have my definite theories about that. The Houston Astros leave New York 6-2. and two. It's a pretty darn good stretch. It's a pretty darn good, I'm sorry, leave New York with, you know, even the two games in Houston with the Mets. I mean, 6-2 and two in those eight games. I'm sorry. What did I say? Sorry, 4-2 and two in, those, in those eight games. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't even count. Anyways, 
Yes. So they swept the Mets in four. They split the Yankees with two and two. So yes, it would be six and two. Wow. Okay. I am sitting here getting all discombobulated. Man, I can't wait till Eric gets back. Thank y'all for hanging out with me with this solo show. Um, I'm I'm H Town Wheelhouse, and this is Locked On Astros again, 2019. Um, what's the theory you have here? What do you mean? Oh, oh, the theory is that I just think that both teams purposely moved the starters um, because they didn't want them facing off against each other. They wanted to wait until maybe an important game in October for that to happen. Or maybe the Yankees didn't want Garrett Cole to be seen again and exposed again. So there you go. But here's the deal. This is what I want you to do. If you're not on any social media, if you're not on, um, if you're not on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, go to lock, go to locked on Astros at Gmail. Send us, um, enter, contest, enter, um, just put Jose Altuve contest, snapshot a picture of you subscribe to our YouTube channel and whoever wins will be announced tomorrow night after the game. Hit the like button. Thank you so much, Neil. I appreciate the compliment. Um, definitely, definitely um, missing Eric, but he's having a blast with his kids. Um, I will be at the Yankees game, fifth inning, St. Arnold's Brewery. Come say hi. I would love to see you. First five people that come to me, I will have magnets for them to give out. Before, I might be going somewhere to hang out. Go look at Twitter, see where the pregame hangouts are. I might be at one of those. Um, and, oh, Luis Severino's pitching tomorrow with um, Luis Garcia. So that's who the pitchers are going to be. And we'll find out. I'll put a little update on Twitter. Uh, I mean, on um, on YouTube, give you a little update on how Pena and Alvarez are doing if I get any before the game starts. So that's it for me here at Locked on Astros. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you go listen to MLB Prospects. When you're not listening to us in your first listen, make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects with Lindsay. Crosby. He is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep into the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. For myself, for Eric Demand Heisman, who's not here, and for everyone with the Lockdown Astros Nation, remember we are your team every day. Ghost Rose.